Hello and welcome to the Purple Chair. What's up, Christy? Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, how's your week been going? Good so far. far You've so been good. working this week? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're working as much as we possibly can. Um, lots of still lots of phone calls and stuff so I'm hoping medical facilities start putting a plan together to reopen soon so that my job gets a little bit more normalcy. So today we wanted to talk about the effects of divorce. I know we've touched on some past episodes just about divorce in general between a husband and a wife just the effects of that but I think that we need to talk more about the effects of divorce in totality of Uh what you know what we have seen and the things that uh, we have experienced and you haven't been divorced but I have Mm -hmm. so why don't you talk a little bit about kind of what you've experienced with couples or with families that you've I can I can weigh in on the effects of the children within the divorce because I know that they love both of their parents. And I think a lot of times parents forget that they have these kids in the middle and these kids are being pulled in both directions. Right. And and a lot of times the kids, the weight of the divorce falls on the kids. Oh, yeah. A lot of the times I see it. You can just see the depletion of right. a child that has been through di- mm-hmm. divorce. You see anxiety. You see being unsure of themselves mm-hmm. because their time is split most of the time. Sometimes not even split because one or, you know, parent is not involved as much as the other. And so their identity is very confused. They yeah. don't know who they mm-hmm. are because they don't have that structure. Right. Well, you know, they feel a loyalty to, to both sides. Right. You know, and I, now listen, I was not, I have not been divorced, but my mother's parents were divorced when she was a baby. And I felt the effects, even though it wasn't directly. Sure. You know, on me, um, I felt that because when we were with our grandmother, we had to be careful not to talk about mm. him. And then when we were with him. We felt obligated not to talk about her. Right. You know? Right. And then when we got married, we grew up and got married. It was, well, so-and-so is not coming because this side of the family is going to be there. Uh. You know? And it was, it was so hard, even though, even though you want to say that you weren't directly affected, but you really were. Sure. Because it was my mom's parents' divorce. Right. You know? Yeah. I think it is fair to say that it affects generation after generation after generation. It's it's that ripple effect. Sure. Because it's, you know, divorce means to rip apart. And when you rip something apart, you know, if we cut it evenly and, you know, nicely, nice and straight, we could put that back together somewhat Mm -hmm. but when it's ripped apart and the edges and are jagged and torn and you can't ever put that back and make it whole again I've always I've always taught my kids and if they listen to this they're probably going to roll their eyes because they've heard it a million times (laughs) for me say but it's kind of like a lake you know you Mm -hmm. can throw the smallest pebble the smallest rock into a lake and eventually the whole lake will be affected by that little rock right you know, so it's that ripple effect. It it didn't really affect me until I was a little bit older. Right. You know, like it did my mom. It affected her pretty much her whole life, you know, but it didn't start affecting me until we were a little bit older and we realized, you know, well, they don't like it when we talk about the other side of the family. Right. And that was unfair to us. Sure. Yeah. Because they that was all part of who yes. you are. 
And it was almost, it would almost make us angry because we were like, listen, this has nothing to do with us. Right. We are the innocent people Mm -hmm. out of this whole thing, but we're made to feel like we have to walk on eggshells around y'all because like we are going to get in trouble right? or we're doing something wrong. Right. Like, like we've, like we have made this happen. I mean, as a kid, you shouldn't, ha- you shouldn't have to feel that way. So I empathize with kids who go through a divorce with their parents. You know, I'm, I, I realize that sometimes marriages don't just don't work out. I get right. it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I empathize with the kids that go through right. it. Right. I was talking because we, as you know, we have two kids that are on the verge of getting married, one this year, one next year. And we were having a discussion the other night and they were just talking about, you know, getting married and all their friends getting married. And then they were bringing up a person that they know that has just recently gotten married and is already getting a divorce. Wow. And it's friends. They're friends with both sides. And... I was telling them, I said, that is probably one of the things you're never prepared for as an adult, because here you have these friends, they're equally friends. A lot of times if you are married or a couple, then you are both invested into this friendship. You know, you've hung out, you've been in each other's weddings, you've done all of these things. And then all of a sudden they decide to get divorced and there's a side to take, or you feel like there's a side to take. And I think a lot of times we don't even think about the morning of losing those friends because there's such a a pillar in who you are. And that's like, you know, Jeremy and I have had couples that we were really good friends with, hung out with all the time. And then when they, when they got divorced, it was, or when they separated, I won't even say divorced, but when they were separated, it was devastating to us because we're like, we've just lost these people that we spent all these time, you know, all this time with. And we'd go visit them, you know, and they kind of wanted us to take sides. And we were like, no, the side that we're on is the side as you guys as a couple. Right. We, we don't you know to how to yet. separate that and be, right. how do you do that? You. It's it's completely impossible, and especially when there was any kind of issue or infidelity or something like that. It's not a sin necessarily against you, but it's against somebody that you love. So a lot of times, naturally, the women want to take the women's side, and the men want to say, but wait a minute, he's saying, and it's just so confusing. And so we just, there's just a lot of chaos around it. And I know with, with my kids, because I am divorced from their father, and with these upcoming weddings, it has been difficult because, you know, I've always encouraged and sent them, you know, halfway across the country to be able to maintain a relationship with their dad, but it hasn't been what it should have been, I guess, or what they had desired it to be. And so there has been some distance and some growing apart and, you know, they're both very close with my husband, Keith. And so they consider him their dad. And so like the whole, what roles, who do we put on the invitations, you know, like, is it, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Keith Curtis and, you know, their dad's name, who do you have walk you down the aisle? What is proper etiquette? And I know that we have really, Keith and I have really tried so hard to heal, help them heal that place so that they're confident and secure. But I have two children who have very different views, who are going to do two totally different opposite things for their weddings. And so my son, he's absolutely going to put his dad on there. Mm -hmm. My daughter, she doesn't want her dad anywhere in the picture at all, not to walk her down the aisle not to be on the invitations. And so walking her through that because and convincing her that her healing, 
her future with her husband and with her children, yes. that her healing there has to be, has to be done. It yeah. has to, it's imperative that it's done. And so divorce is so hard. And I know we've talked about it so much from the man and woman's point of view that is actually going through the divorce. But, you know, we're doing this five love languages. We are pro-marriage. We want to give tools. We want to give support. Anything that we can do even prior to, to picking your spouse and, you know, the things that you need to look for, we want to make sure that we are doing everything we can for people that are embarking into this life because divorce is not easy throw children in there two families i know that even we've talked about this with some people that we know too we we know people right now that are in relationships that are thinking about marriage Mm -hmm. and they are kind of having second thoughts but they're attached to the family of this person Mm -hmm. and so they're having a hard time disconnecting and making the best decision for everyone involved. And so then, you know, we can kind of see the writing on the wall that if they do get married and they move ahead with this, what kind of issues are they heading? Are they just basically setting them up themselves up for divorce? Yeah. Or if you've been divorced, you're trying to move on, but you haven't healed from mm. your divorce. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You tend to say, set yourself up for a pattern of yes. failed marriages. Right. And Keith and I, you know, we, there was healing that we had to do. And we, we didn't have somebody there telling us, you need to heal this place and this place needs to be healed. And so when we got married, anything that triggered us, anything from our first marriage, we thought, oh gosh, we're out of (laughs) here. And we wanted to call it quits. And I just feel like if we really can look at marriage as a covenant and a contract and a commitment that we're making for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And that we are focusing on one goal, moving forward together and accomplishing these goals, then the our whole outlook to marriage will be different because mm-hmm. when the feeling goes away or when we're mad or when we're angry or when they have an indiscretion, how what are we going to do next? Yeah, and a little bit of advice. Don't just use the word divorce oh, as just something you say. Yes. I mean, I've talked to so many couples and, you know, the wife, every time she gets mad, she says, I want a divorce. You know, right. it's... That that's not an easy, I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but let's just not use that as the go-to Sure, when yeah. you're mad. Like when Keith and I got married, which was the second marriage for both of us, we actually said, we're not going to even say the word. Yeah, It's not even going to be in our yes. vocabulary because I think when you use it so much, it becomes common. Yes. And then you really kind of just become immune to the effects of what it is. I have a couple of friends right now, couples that are going through divorces, and I see the pain and it just breaks my heart because I can completely go there with them because I remember how it felt and how lost and how overwhelmed and how that moment that everything that you thought marriage was going to be was just in in shambles. It was just shattered everywhere around you and you didn't know how to put that back together so that you can move forward Mm -hmm. in another relationship. So if you haven't already contacted us or you're interested in signing up for our five love languages book study next Monday Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. here at Restoration Worship Center, that is 1414 Jennings Road in Park Hills, Missouri. We would love to have you. We encourage if you're single, if you are dating, if you are engaged or married, everybody 
can benefit from revisiting this book. Or even, even you, or even, you know, if you've been through some bad relationships yes. and you can't figure out why. Right. Or why Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright hasn't, hasn't come, come along. along. Yep. You know, why is why hasn't God sent them yeah, your way? This is just good tools. Yes, to set you up for a good loving and Christ-centered relationship. So what's our scripture for this week? Our scripture this week is Malachi 2.16. The man who hates and divorces his wife says the Lord God of Israel does violence to the one that he should protect. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful. Be on guard. If there is one thing that I can say for your marriage, be on guard because the devil does not like marriage. And so he is going to attack that every single which way he can, whether it's through each other, through doubt and uncertainty, or whether it's through kids. He just tries every Mm. parents. Oh my Mm. gosh, that's another one. So just be on guard, protect your marriage at all costs. Yes. So Christy, what's your shout out this week? I'm going to shout out to um, the police officers. I know, especially in our area, we had a prayer gathering Mm -hmm. at the courthouse last week. And there were two police officers that showed up yes. and they bowed their heads and they prayed right along with us. And it was, it was great to just have that feel of community and that feel of, you right. know, we were all kind of in connected. this together. And we yeah. know that prayer is what's going to change yeah. the situation and the climate in our, in our country today and hopefully heal our, heal our land. That's the goal. And my shout out is to all the government officials that are trying to navigate these very intense and high emotional emotional times right now trying to figure out what's best and just a shout out to them because you're not trained for this stuff right. this is not the stuff that you go to college for and they're saying hey this is how you do this and um, I think that they have a big job on their hands and I just want to shout out to them and I'm praying for them that they are guided by God and are centered in what is right, right and what is just and that everybody gets heard so that everybody can heal appropriately. And that's really the biggest hurdle that we have right now is everybody just needs healing. Well, thank you for tuning in. And if you have any questions or any comments, please check out our Facebook page. If you need prayer, we would love to pray with you on anything that you need prayer for. You can inbox us on our Facebook page. And as always, thanks for tuning in.